Hey. All right, so we're in the season of Lent, and Lent is when we remember the stories of Jesus going into the wilderness and spending some time alone, enduring challenge and temptation, and having moments in which he felt that he had nothing but God. But then he returned to begin his ministry. In the Bible, the word wilderness refers to the desert. But to me, when I hear wilderness, I think of the woods. I went to Washington and Lee University, which is a small liberal arts school in Lexington, Virginia, located in the Appalachian Mountains. And the first thing that I got involved in as a college student was the outing club, the outdoor recreation club, where we spent a lot of time hiking the Appalachian Trail. Even before my first day of class, I went on a pre-orientation backpacking trip. And then during my first semester, I went on a bunch of weekend hikes, and I even signed up to do something called full moon repelling, which meant that me and a random group of students who knew what they were doing, I didn't know them, but they knew what they were doing. We drove out to an overlook in the middle of the night. They set up ropes, and we repelled down a cliff face overlooking the Maury River just by the light of the moon. Now, I don't know if you've ever been rappelling before, but taking that first step backward off of the cliff is so scary. But once I did, I remember seeing my little feet out in front of me and the tops of the trees and the river below me and the full moon above me as bright as a spotlight. And I thought, this is beyond anything that I ever expected or imagined my college experience to be. Suffice it to say, I loved being part of the outing club. And so I signed up to be a trip leader for those pre-orientation backpacking trips for incoming first-year students. To be a trip leader, you had to complete a week of training, and that training was led by the outing club director, a man named James Dick. James quickly became the ultimate mentor for me. He was funny and he was wise. He was authentic and silly. He was one of those people who taught me so much without ever making me feel stupid. At that week-long trip leader training, James taught us the basics of living in the wilderness, how to build a fire, how to fill every space in your backpack, how to always remember that water rolls downhill. And he taught us how to bake a cake in the campfire, how to tie adjustable knots, and how to warm your sleeping bag with a hot water bottle. He told us stories about his own mistakes and mishaps that he had made while hiking, and he told us about something that he called trail magic. So for example, one time he was lost, could not find where the trail went, and he took a breath, and then he noticed that there was, he watched this bird, this bird sort of flew across his vision, and he watched where the bird went, and where the bird disappeared, he saw another trail marker. Beyond James's stories and his personal wisdom, he also taught us wilderness first aid. It's a course on how to provide medical care in the backcountry. Backcountry meaning you're an hour or more away from the nearest medical facility. All right, here are my two takeaways from learning wilderness first aid. First, there are so many ways that you can get hurt. <laughs> in wilderness first aid, we learn how to treat cuts, scrapes, burns, blisters, spine injuries, head injuries, broken bones, dislocations, hypothermia, heat stroke, dehydration, allergies, anaphylactic shock, stings, bites, lightning strikes, cardiac arrest, communicable disease, and shock. I was like, I'm in shock. <laughs> 
all those things can happen on my watch and I need to take care of these people. But my second takeaway from Wilderness First Aid was that the trick to helping someone in any of those situations had very little to do with medical knowledge and a whole lot to do with awareness. No matter the emergency, the trick was to slow down. It was to take stock of what you already have. It was about calming down enough to realize that you could use your hiking poles and your extra t-shirts to improvise a back brace or a leg cast. I learned pretty quick that step one of treating an injury is not cleaning the wound. Step one is finding out what created the injury in the first place. Was it a rock slide, for example? And so am I also in danger? James taught us that we should never, ever run to someone's aid. You should walk. Don't put yourself at risk. The only thing worse than one injured hiker is two. What James kept coming back to in each lesson is that wilderness first aid isn't about becoming a healthcare professional. It's about helping others when no one else is around. You might not be the most qualified for this job, but you're what we've got. You can stop the bleeding, you can keep them warm, you can even breathe for them until help arrives. Just be aware of your surroundings, go slower than you think, don't be afraid to improvise, and when you're lost, take a breath, and trust that the trail will call you back to it. I was a trip leader for two years, and I loved it. I fixed broken tents with those adjustable knots. I always placed our water pails downhill from the campfire. I treated blisters and bug bites. I even once baked a birthday cake in the campfire for one of my college freshmen who, like the rest of our group, had arrived at school yesterday knowing no one. I made memories beyond anything I had ever expected or imagined. In the gospel story we heard today, Jesus goes up on the mountain to pray, and meanwhile, the disciples go out in the, on the water in their boats. A big storm comes up, and Jesus wants to get to them. So does he run to them? No, he walks to them. As Jesus approaches the boats, the disciples don't recognize him. They think they see a ghost. But Peter says, Lord, if it's you, call to me. Call me out to join you. And when he does, Peter gets out of the boat and realizes that he can walk on water too. The wind picks up again, and Peter remembers that water is dangerous and chaotic and deadly. He gets scared and starts to stink. And Jesus, with a real, human, solid hand, reaches out and grabs him, saying, You of little faith, why did you doubt? They get back into the boat, and the storm stops, and their heart rates lower, and they take a deep breath. And everyone thinks to themselves, wow, you really are the Son of God. The Jesus walking on water story is a classic. It's a go-to for illustrating the power of Jesus, this person who literally floats above chaos. But you and I both know that the miracle of the story is not Jesus walking on water. The miracle is Peter walking on water. The miracle is that a normal person with very human doubts, a person who has and will make very human mistakes, learns to defy nature too. The miracle is that Peter's little mustard seed-sized faith turned out to be enough. And after Peter faltered and sank, even then Jesus reached out a hand. The disciples thought that God had sent them a ghost, something intangible, but it turned out to be a real person with a real hand to hold. 
I signed up to be an outing club trip leader one last time, going into my senior year. But just a couple of weeks before the trip, I called James and I told him I was backing out of my commitment. I didn't really give him a reason, because I didn't really have a reason. There was no family emergency, no personal crisis, no injury or illness. I was just experiencing end of summer laziness. I wanted an extra week of sitting on my parents' couch. I didn't tell James this, but I'm sure he could hear it in my voice, that I was quitting just because I didn't feel like it. And he asked me, are you okay? I was okay, but I quit anyway. And it's something I still regret. Because quitting didn't reflect my values, it didn't do justice to what that trip meant to me or what James's leadership meant to me. It was a time when I chose what is easy over what is right. The story of Peter walking on water reminds us that we are not meant to stay in the places where we feel warm and fuzzy, safe and secure. As Reverend Ernest Campbell said, the reason that we seem to lack faith in our time is that we are not doing anything that requires it. Today is Confirmation Sunday, which means that our high schoolers are choosing this as their place and us as their people. They're gonna come up on the chancel in a little bit and we'll look at each other and we'll sing and it will be so lovely. But I hope that you remember when you leave here today that we're not going to stay here. Choosing this church means choosing to get into the boat with these people to face the storm together, but it also means stepping out of the boat together. To be a member here is to put your faith into action. And oftentimes, our biggest enemy in that call is the desire to stay at home on the couch. I hope that when those times come, when the laziness and the couch syndrome or the privilege or whatever you wanna call it, I hope when those times happen, I hope you hear the voice of a mentor calling you by name, encouraging you out of your comfortable boat, or at the very least, asking if you're okay. But honestly, sometimes we miss that voice or we choose to ignore it. Being part of a church means we'll have times when we mess up. We'll say hurtful things and do hurtful things, maybe on accident, maybe on purpose. We will let others down, we'll choose not to show up. We might even break each other's hearts. There will certainly be times when we do not recognize the face of God, even when it's walking straight towards us. But, as Nadia Boltzweber says, it's what we choose to do after those moments that make us who we are as a people and who we are as a church. Saying we're sorry, showing up again next time, figuring out how to make it right, calling out for help, lending a hand. That's when the real beauty happens. That's when we find ourselves suddenly able to walk on water. Years after graduating from college, I started working here in youth ministry, and years went by, and I felt called to do something different. But I couldn't quite tell what that voice was calling me to do. So I went back and visited Washington and Lee University, and I sat down with my mentor, James. I told him all the things that I was considering. Should I go into teaching? Should I go into outdoor education like you? I even have this crazy idea called seminary. And I remember James got out a yellow legal pad and he drew a pool on it. And in the pool, he wrote words like happiness, fulfillment, career, friends, all those things that we're looking for. And then he drew a diving board over the pool with a little lopsided stick figure on the end of it. And James said, that's you. 
about to make a big decision, but I'm not worried about you because whatever you choose to do, you're going to make friends. You're going to find happiness and fulfillment. You're going to make some mistakes too, but you'll make up for them because you have before. Right now, you're in the scariest place in the world, but those good things are ready to catch you. All you have to do is take a step. So I went to seminary. And as it turns out, I learned the same lessons there that I learned in wilderness first aid. There are so many ways that we can get hurt. But there are also people who are going to treat your wounds and keep you warm and maybe even breathe for you. There are people who are going to teach you things without making you feel stupid and who will ask, genuinely ask, if you're okay. They're not always the most qualified to do the job, but they're the ones you got. Those are the people who will show you with their real, solid human hands that no scraps of love are too small, no attempts at faith are too weak, and the fact that they exist right here in this room is a miracle. We just have to have the awareness to see them. We have to go slowly and be resourceful and forget about perfection. We have to trust that some force for good will come and fill the space around us and lead us home. So may we take the first step out of the boat. And when we do, I believe we will find the love of God that is beyond anything we could have ever expected or imagined. Amen.